You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Thursday, July the 23rd, 2020. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The IDF is sending reinforcements to the northern border following threats of retaliation by Hezbollah over the death of one of its fighters in a strike in Syria earlier in the week blamed on Israel. The Israeli army said in a statement that in light of a situational assessment, it was decided to send a pinpoint reinforcement of infantry troops, a battalion of soldiers from the Golani Brigade, to the Northern Command. As part of the raised alert, the IDF also canceled an exercise that was to have taken place in the north. More than 2,000 new coronavirus cases were diagnosed in Israel yesterday, according to health ministry data released this morning. There are currently some 32,700 active COVID-19 cases in Israel. 295 people are in serious condition, 79 of them on ventilators. Since the start of the coronavirus outbreak in Israel, 433 people have died. Professor Roni Gamzu, a former director general of the health ministry who now heads the Ichilov Hospital in Tel Aviv, has been selected by the government to lead Israel's response to the coronavirus pandemic. The previous candidate, Professor Gabi Barbash, decided to turn down the appointment, reportedly following disagreement with the health ministry over his authorities and disagreement between the prime minister and the health minister over who the director would report to. A statement issued by the Prime Minister's office said that Prime Minister Binyamin Netanyahu and Health Minister Yuli Edelstein had agreed to appoint Gamzu as National Coronavirus Project Manager and as head of the control center. The statement noted that Gamzu has many years of administrative experience in the health field, including previous service as Health Ministry Director General. At the onset of the coronavirus crisis, he established the Mothers and Fathers Shield Project to protect senior citizens from the coronavirus. The Knesset overnight passed the so-called Big Coronavirus Law that grants the Cabinet expanded powers to impose wide-ranging restrictions to curb the coronavirus pandemic while reducing parliamentary oversight. The vote was 48 in favor and 35 against. The measure will come into force on August 10th. It neutralizes the Parliamentary Coronavirus Committee, which in recent days has reversed a series of Cabinet-ordered lockdown restrictions on public areas, including restaurants and beaches, and instead it grants more limited oversight powers to four other Knesset panels. The legislation allows the Cabinet to set restrictions on the public, with the Knesset given 24 hours to approve or reject the regulations before they take effect automatically. In addition, it includes a clause that allows the cabinet to bypass the Knesset and immediately implement measures deemed urgent without specifying the criteria for making that determination. Meanwhile, the head of the Parliamentary Coronavirus Committee, Likud MK Yifat Shasha Biton, says that the committee voted by a majority today to reopen gyms from Sunday. And until then, the government must come up with a new framework for their operation. Earlier, the panel decided to allow outdoor tourist attractions and zoos to remain open on the weekends. Shasha Biton advised against rushing to eulogize the committee. We will continue to deal with the matters at the center of people's lives alongside the coronavirus and will continue to ask difficult questions and oversee the government even without orders, she said. 
Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and alternate Prime Minister Benny Gantz are due to discuss today whether or not to close the summer vacation schools. The Union of Local Authorities and the Education Minister, Yoav Gallant, are opposed to shutting down the framework, pointing to, among other things, low infection rates there. President Reuven Rivlin, commenting on the coalition strife, has called on government ministers to get a grip and stop talking about early elections. In a meeting of appreciation with social workers marking the end of their strike, Rivlin said he has been following with concern the developments in the Knesset. The state of Israel is not some ragdoll to be dragged about as you quarrel, he said. Citizens, all of them, need you focused and working on a solution for this unprecedented crisis. The state of Israel and all of humanity is facing, he said. Israel Railways says that more than 300 workers are currently in quarantine and some 50 are COVID-19 positive. In a letter to employees, the director general of the railway said that if the rate of infection continues in a short time, it will be impossible to operate the train service and the government may have to order its halt. Actor Moshe Ivgi, who was convicted of committing indecent acts against a woman, has been sentenced to six months community service. He was also ordered to pay the complainant 10,000 shekels compensation. Ivgi's lawyer expressed disappointment with the sentence and said he and his clients are considering appealing what they see as its unjustified severity. Meanwhile, Orit Soliziano, executive director of the Association of Rape Crisis Centers in Israel, called the sentence miserable and simply contempt that shows time and again that the court system does not manage to deal with serial sexual offenders. She called on the Israeli entertainment industry not to accept Ivgi back and on the prosecution to appeal the leniency of the sentence. The weather outlook, cooler tomorrow in the hills, Saturday no significant change, Sunday warmer mostly in the hills and inland, becoming hot and dry for the time of year. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 33, Tel Aviv 31, Haifa 29, Beersheba 36, and in Eilat going up to 42 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Conreca, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Con website, Spotify, and the Con English Facebook page.